and welcome to your outlet for outdoors and western lifestyle news, The Bend Show. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, aka Beck, where we share the other parts of life with you in the outdoors where you never know what's coming around the bend. As always, we love hearing from all of you. Comment, stories, ideas. Get a hold of us anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. That is, again, 305 900 2363, or you can always drop us an email at bendradioshow at gmail.com. And joining me as always, sitting shotgun, my bestie, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Now, I did have an email come in, and someone asked, Hey, Beck, we saw you had posted some pictures recently, and you've talked other times on air about goats. I want to let you all know no, I have not found my Nigerian dwarf goat because you know they get bigger well that's what all right tigger and i got into this um discussion we're gonna put it that way that's what we're gonna call it when we were at our local state fair and he was pointing out the differences in the different goats to me and was telling me how yes those cute little videos you see on social media that even though they are tiny in stature they still end up looking old <laughs> Not as cute. <laughs> nope, they grow up. I mean, they're cuter than the Dickens when they're little and they're jumping around and they're playing with the dog and all of that. I mean, I admit those kids are cute, but they grow up and they grow out of that cuteness just like a lot of us do. <laughs> all things little grow into things that aren't cute and little anymore. I mean, that's just how it works. Well, I'm just maybe I'm just hoping, Tigger, that it'll steal my heart at a young age, like actual kids do, and I will love it as it grows older. Do you just know like, how many people look at have you? Contact- I still love you the older you get. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what they say, the older the violin, the sweeter the music. Ha <laughs> ha. In our spotlight today. Back to school shopping. Everyone's like, wait, what? No, what? Not necessarily. What it means is now's when you do say your Christmas shopping or shopping for those items we will need or use next year come summer. The discounts and clearance items have been showing up. So what we are saying oh, is that's what now, you're doing on Amazon. You got ah, it. Ah. Now is the time while shopping for the back to school items to be cruising the clearance aisles of your favorite stores as we're giving you, there is truly an excuse to look at more outdoors equipment. How can you not love me for bringing this up? Yes, you might be finding deals on tents to sleeping bags, coolers, etc. What I'm suggesting is shop for those items that you found were super helpful this summer and you will want for next year and instead retire and toss out what is worn out. There is no reason to be keeping it around taking up space for equipment for a, say, rainy day, or you think you're going to patch it and fix it and use it again when you might find a better deal right now, and then you'll be ready come next spring and summer. Here's another idea to be considering these items as Christmas gifts. Plan now ideas of saying trips next summer or fun backyard activities to do with the kids. An example is Buy discounted sleeping bags for the kids. Give them as gifts at Christmas, telling them how you want them to get excited and be prepared for once tenting season comes along. Plus, as a bonus, if you live like we do somewhere where it's colder and you receive lots of snow, meaning snow days occur. Now you've given kids a gift, too, that they can 
practice camping. See what I'm saying? They can do this in the living room on those days stuck at home or indoors. We have done this ourselves. We've purchased the little one to two man tents, set them up for the kids to watch movies from in the house when they can't go outside. But our secret is that Tigger and I, we always purchase all of these outdoors items now when everything is clearance. And I'm going to add into that say it was this or last fall's camel patterns Mm -hmm. and they're coming out with a new one it seems everybody's got the latest and greatest camel pattern and you got to have this or you're not going to be able to hunt worth a darn (laughs) we've done that several times and that's how we've accumulated the patterns of the different clothes that that fit our areas that we hunt we exactly. just watched the discounts and we were able to put it all together. So there you have it. We just gave you a reason to go shopping. Our first headline, we're talking about the DNR, your Department of Natural Resources. What this is, is a big reminder that no matter where you hunt or plan to be hunting, now already be double checking as we are finding DNRs across the United States may be having different changes to their typical hunting regulations or rules. A lot of this happening, especially in the West part of the United States where there was some winter kill due to the heavy winter we had earlier this year. So that is one important area for you to be double checking in is to make sure you are up to speed on your local or where you plan to be hunting this fall. Next in the news, the heat wave. Yes, we have all been sweating it out now for weeks is what it seems like or even longer. Well, it's been reported that America's current heat wave is not just affecting us people and pets, but also wreaking havoc on California's wineries. Everything these winemakers can do to keep wines at appropriate temperatures is being done, including putting ice packs around bottles of red wines so that these wines do not get hot or ruined. This is serious news you're reporting here. Well, it is serious. (laughs) And if you think about, sometimes we don't realize some of these areas rely heavily on tourism to visit the wineries and they've also said a decline in tourists attending wineries not just in California but in other parts of the United States because it's just too hot out people don't want to sit back and relax with a glass of wine so some of these bottles of wine that they have at these wineries you say they're packing ice around them Mm -hmm. so do they explode I mean, is that what happens, that something is chemically in the bottle after they warm up too much? Kerplooey? I don't exactly know the chemical composition and how it works, but I do know that when they are going through that process of what makes a fine wine... Kind of a fermentation. Correct. There you go. There's a fermentation process, and they have to be kept within a certain temperature for X amount of time before you purchase, say, a case of wine that you just found was your favorite and put it on the shelf. Okay, hence wine cellars, I guess. Got uh, it. Look at, look at how we now learn you're catching on. You. Look on. At how we there learn we go. On your there show. we go. All right. I have one more here, quick, before we go to break. And this is for all of you spam fans. <laughs> He's lucky. Tigger's lucky at me. Like, did you just say spam? <laughs> I grew up with spam. I don't want anything to do with anything. Well, get this, Tigger. You're in luck. There is a new flavor in the house. Well, <laughs> dog. Hormel has launched Spam Maple Flavored. You heard it right. Maple Flavored Spam, and it's retailing for $3.58 in case you're interested. I would try it. (laughs) Hormel, the makers of Spam, claim that this is the perfect combination of sweet and savory that gives that up kick to any recipe. Spam, the meat 
of many uses. <laughs> I suppose it's kind of the same as Vienna sausages, though, right? And I eat Vienna sausages. Spam's probably a little better. Than well, and you know, I do laugh at this one because think about how many of us sometimes maybe pack this along when we are going on our hunting trips. It's one of those easy meats to just take along and you can toss it in the frying pan and there you go. You know you've burned <laughs> calories when you're eating Spam at night. That's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) All right, crew, stay where you are. We've got more of The Bend when we come back. We're going to be talking about hunting and what you should be doing now. Stay where you are. We'll be right back. The hunt is planned. The guide is booked. The trip is blocked off in the calendar. But one huge detail remains, preserving that trophy, creating a memory that will last a lifetime. Little Rack Taxidermy has that fast, friendly service to fulfill your taxidermy in a timely, professional manner. Reach out to Heather with Little Rack Taxidermy through Facebook at Little Rack Taxidermy or send an email to heatherjoe23 at hotmail.com. Little Rack Taxidermy, bringing back the natural look. Shooting ducks, skinning bucks, I'm a hunting princess in a pickup truck. Pro Rodeo's top saddle bronc riders all in one location. It's rodeo time. The best of the best battle it out at the annual Home on the Range Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match August 5th at the Home on the Range in Sentinel Butte, North Dakota. Get your chance at some of the cash with the live Calcutta Friday, August 4th at the North Dakota Cowboy Hall of Fame in Medora, North Dakota. Road trip. For more information and tickets, head to hotrnd.com. The Home on the Range Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match. This is Beck. First, I appreciate all of you for listening and making The Bend part of your week. Many of you have asked, how do I catch past episodes? The answer is super easy. Head to thebendshow.com and click on the shows tab. There you can listen to every episode all the way back to episode one. Podcasters, head to your favorite podcasting app and search The Bend. You'll find us. Be sure to follow and subscribe and never miss another episode again. Welcome back, folks, to your outlet for outdoors and Western lifestyle news, The Bend Show. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Back. The topic of discussion right now I want to sit down and visit with you about is trail cams. Trail cameras, that's what we're talking about. Using trail cameras have become so popular over the years that we hear of hunters at times even leaving them up year-round. And if you are not one of those that have your trail cameras up year-round or you are one of those that do, you're going to find our next discussion here as I have one of our Bend Field staffers, Travis Teal, guide and outfitter and host of the YouTube channel Buckstorm on the line. We're going to be talking about it a little bit here in just a second. But for right now, just like the rest of you, it's been hot as heck here. Travis, how is it there? Oh, yeah. It just makes a person want to just stay inside in the AC, but there's a lot to do in the coming months here before seasons start to kick off. <laughs> well, and I've been I've been watching your social media feed and you've been already busy. Trying to go early in the morning to beat the heat more more or less, but we've been out doing that, setting trail cameras, a little bit of everything, just getting ready for season. It seems like every year it just creeps up on a person so fast. You think you have all this time and next thing you know, we're only a month away from a lot of seasons opening, so it's uh pretty crazy. You just nailed it when you said you're already setting up your trail cam. So you're saying it's not too soon to get out there and start setting trail cams up. Right. I figure 
if you already have the cameras, they're not going to take any pictures in your, you know, in your garage cabinet or wherever you keep them. So uh, you might as well have uh-huh. them up. <laughs> yeah. Watch them grow and you might get a little surprise that you weren't expecting or you might find something big that maybe disappears on you that you wouldn't have known was there and now you can spend a little extra time trying to track them down before season but I mean it's never too early in my opinion but it's also important to kind of change where you're targeting throughout the summer because even in the summertime when you're not hunting them they change behavior of course when it's 100 degrees for two weeks straight Mm -hmm. they're going to be favoring water in the evenings and overnight hours and maybe even in the early morning hours so I put almost 100% of our cameras on water, main water sources this time of year. Try to find pockets where there's less water, where it kind of forces the deer, elk, or whatever you're after to, they're coming to drink out of one particular water tank. Or if there's a spring, it's a little trickier because they can drink anywhere along that spring. So, but having it in that spring valley, uh, essentially to catch where they're coming to and from. But then as you roll like into September, if, you get a big rain and it cools off, water might be a little less important. So then it's important to move those around a little bit, you know, with the, with the climate and what's going on. I, I feel like anyhow. So I would almost say right now is a great time to first off, check and see how many cameras you have, make sure they're working. Sometimes you can even just set them up in your yard and, and check them with your dogs, your pets or whatnot. But I'm with you on moving them and how important those water sources are are and how you're right they do the the wildlife adapt just like you and i would if we're hot we're gonna go near where the water is if we're not we're gonna adventure a little bit further out and in such things like that but then on top of it i know you caught some recent pictures of elk at night have you been noticing that you see maybe a little more game moving in the evening during the night hours versus the day yeah definitely they're they're pretty much full-blown nocturnal right now with this kind of temperature. They're finding a cool, shady place during the day, and they might hop up right before dark. I mean, we do have some daytime pictures, but most of them are, you know, half an hour before dark um, into the night hours, and it seems like they spend a little extra time at water. We even have some that have hit a water hole right before dark and then disappeared and came back shortly before sunrise and got another drink so oh wow okay kind of interesting to see not that you can hunt them at night but you know that water is important and they're kind of double dipping probably because then they don't have to get another drink until the following night so they don't have to move as much during the heat of the day that way i don't know if they're smart enough to process that but they sure seem to be you know Well, you know, and it might not be that they're smart enough. It could just be their common sense and nature taking over, too. Exactly. Exactly. One way or another, they know. So, <laughs> Thank you, Travis, for the insight. We Appreciate haven't heard from it. Travis for a while, have we? I know, and it's Good always great having him on the show. Again, that was Travis Teal from Buckstorm. Be sure to head to BuckstormHunts.com if you'd love to book a hunt with Travis and his crew. And also subscribe to their YouTube channel, Buckstorm. Now, while we're talking about preparing right now and dealing with the heat, enjoy the heat for this other reason, and that is 
getting your gear ready, especially if you're somebody that's going to be packing in and thinking about tenting it out there when you do your hunt this fall. And the reason why we're bringing this up is Tigger and I, we do a lot of R&D, meaning research and development on our gear. And we were astonished to find out Maybe that- we should change that to research and decisions on our gear. <laughs> we we found out a lot of things that we didn't think was going to be the case. Well, as we are aging, we've realized we may not be as spry as we were when we were in our early 20s and sleeping on the ground and different mats that may use were or were not working for us. I'll put that as politely as I can for Tigger and I. <laughs> Why don't you just let me tell the story yes, on, uh, on, on this one? We have been wanting to, and we enjoy hiking and backpacking a lot. We love camping. We love doing all that. But what we found and we did a lot of research on like air mattresses, mm-hmm. and we were trying to you know look for durability, and we were looking at R factor, lightweight, lightweight, and all of those sorts of things, and that we don't lose body heat through our backs and all of that. Mm-hmm. Well, what we found is that we don't like sleeping on the ground as much as we thought that we would, because or we used to that we used to. We were planning some different backpacking trips where we would backpack in for several days, and we would have all of our gear with us. And after doing several different attempts, we kind of said, you know what? This may not be for us, especially because you and I are both side sleepers and we were having a hard time finding something that's comfortable. And we'll be honest, it's kind of hard to say, you know, as we age and grow and what we find is comfort, comfortability, a comfortability, that's not a word, but as what we find is of what we can what are you willing to give up there you go sacrifice what are you willing you know and some people it's all about the experience and the fun and you used to very much be that way you were nothing or 90 you didn't care if you were sleeping in the middle of a tornado it was all for the experience and now you're wanting a little bit more comfort and you're finding out where i can't move as fast as i used to when i was 19 20 years old and that i need I need to take care of my body a little bit. So I think we need to pay attention to our bodies of what we can and we can't handle. He's exactly right. I used to be somebody that would go in on horseback. I've I've tented, I've slept on the ground underneath just a tarp tied to trees. And now all of a sudden at this age, I'm going, oh boy, this is hard getting up off the ground. I think I need a cot. Exactly right. It's hard getting off the ground and crawling mm-hmm. on your hands and knees out of that tent. We found that that's more of a burden for us than say now we're upgrading a little bit and we're saying okay maybe we need to sacrifice a little bit and we need to replan our trips of what we're going to do based on how we're going to set up base camp so what we are saying is be like tigger and high and actually preparing and i'm taking a feather out of tigger's hat because i am a 90 or nothing and tend to not do this and i'm learning now as it's biting me in the butt literally every single time oh fine i'll let you have that one But yes, there is a lot to be said on the type of trip because let's be real. It is expensive to do any of this stuff that we are doing, whether it's hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, backpacking. Horseback stuff, it doesn't matter. And you need to have the gear that's going to work for you. It's not the gear that everybody's telling you because you can read a million blogs, watch a million YouTube videos, but you actually need to try it yourself and find out what works for you and your body. And the easiest thing that we've done, you don't have to plan a trip. You don't have to go into the wilderness to test this. 
we're literally we're doing it in our backyard. Yes. I mean, we're shutting down the tractor. We're finishing what we're doing. We've got all of our gear organized, and just literally in a few minutes, we've got this and this set up, and we are simulating like here we are, and we're finding out this pack works or this pack doesn't work or this one rubs or all those different things before you start going on your annual elk hunting trips and we start hiking in the mountains and all those things and we're 100 miles from nowhere and we realize this is not fun with blisters or whatever the case might be. And when you're looking even at your backyard, now you're looking at it, okay, but my backyard isn't going to be like the mountains of Colorado where there might be rocks and good luck finding a smooth, flat area that doesn't have any of those obstacles. We've even set up our tents right on our road in front of our house. That's exactly right. In our own driveway. Exactly. Then you get kind of a feel for it. And you find out where to spend money and not spend money. There you have it. We'll be back with more of The Bend as, as you figured out, you never know what's coming up next. Stay where you are. The Bend will be right back. Everyone asks me, Tigger, where do you get your boots? What do you look for in boots? Well, for me, it's customer service and American-made boots and tack. Medora Boot and Western Wear takes care of everything I need. You can shop online at MedoraBoot.com or follow along Facebook and Instagram. Give Medora Boot and Western Wear a call and tell them Tigger sent you. Medora Boot and Western Wear, making boots great again. Hashtag Tigger approved. Hey guys and gals, this is John Armand with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV travels the back roads to the backwaters in pursuit of of the ultimate adventure in hunting and fishing. Join Team UOA every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. Catch Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV on YouTube, Amazon Prime, and make sure to follow Team UOA on Facebook and Instagram to share in the ultimate outdoor adventure. It has been quite a run on the Bend Radio Show. Now, here's an interesting question for y'all. Several listeners reached out and wanted to have more Western history and Western lifestyle on the show from time to time. So what do you think? What are your thoughts? Give us your input. Or are there topics that you want Beck to cover? What are your favorites? We want to hear from you. Our listeners are from all corners of the country, actually all corners of the globe for that matter. So weigh in and let us know. Bendradioshow at gmail.com or call and text us at 305-900-2363. Welcome back to your outlet for outdoors and Western lifestyle news, The Ben Show. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, and riding shotgun, as always, is Jeff Tigger Earhart. Now, I am calling this segment again this week, Here's What's Cooking with Beck. I've coined a new segment. You like it? I hope you do. Well, there has been a latest TikTok trend, and it involves lemonade. And what are we doing with lemonade, you ask? We are marinating chicken. Oh. Oh, oh, how do you I like you were that talking twist? about a new fancy drink. I saw a reel on this, which was a pink lemonade mm-hmm. marinating chicken. Yes. And I was kind of, this sounds genius to me. Well, I hate to tell you this, Tigger. I did give this a whirl the other night when I had girls night. Sorry, I didn't save you a drumstick. But I could tell you it was good and it Imagine was super this. easy to make okay so here you go all you need is a can of concentrated frozen lemonade 
And you know, all that lemonade is cheap, right? And get this. It's a five minute prep with only five ingredients. So here we go. Using a thawed can of lemonade concentrate. That means, you know, that frozen lemonade has to be unthawed. So it's runny in a liquid state, right? Just making sure we're clarified there. Do the same with your chicken. You will want that chicken not frozen and use whatever you like. Breasts, thighs, wings, drummies, or all. Just need to make sure the meat is not frozen. Now back to the marinade. In a gallon size Ziploc bag or sealable container, mix together these simple ingredients that almost everyone has in their home. Here we go. Five ingredients, about two pounds of raw chicken, a can of thawed lemonade concentrate, as I said, a half cup of soy sauce, one teaspoon garlic powder, and one teaspoon seasoned salt. Bonus, if you like to add a little more heat or kick to your meat, just add some black pepper while you're cooking. All right, toss all these ingredients in that container, including the chicken, mixing it, tossing it well, massaging it into the meat, and make sure you let it sit in the refrigerator for at least an hour. It can be left longer if you so desire. Then here's the other trick. Make sure your grill is hot. Throw that chicken on there, then turn the grill way down to cook it. And there you have it. Make sure you cook the chicken to an internal temp of 180 degrees. Yummy. Enjoy lemonade marinade grilled chicken. Let's call this show wrapped. Thank you to my producer, sound engineer, co-host. You know, the guy that rides along with me shotgun each and every week, Jeff Ticker Earhart. And a big thank you to Travis Teal from Buckstorm Hunt's Guide and Outfitter. Be sure to subscribe to his popular YouTube channel, Buckstorm. Remember, folks, to keep sending in those questions as well as your area's field reports. The number again is 305-900-2363. Again, remember, call or text us at 305-900-2363 or you can always send an email to bendradioshow at gmail.com if you missed part of this episode or you want to hear past shows you can find them all on the website thebendshow.com and be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app as well as to the Bend Show YouTube channel. If you're looking to change things up for your next event, especially this fall is right around the corner, awards, banquets, etc. Think about having us, Tigger and Beck, entertain your crowd. We would love to meet you and we can talk about everything and anything under the sun. Thank you to our partners, Ditelli Outdoors, About You Photography, Home on the Range, Champions Ride, PRCA Rodeo. By the way, that's this weekend. We hope we see you there. Buckstorm, Little Rack, Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, ToxicCalls.com, Wobble Creek Outfitters, Atlas Tracks, RFD TV, and Wrangler. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along. And whether you're coming or going today, stay with us as we ranch it up. And remember to keep up with me, Beck, all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner. Catch Beck if you can next week on The Bend. The Bend.